Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, August 6, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. The president labels Black Lives Matter a Marxist organization. New poll says 80% of African Americans want more police in their neighborhoods. Joe Biden will not travel to Milwaukee for his party's convention nomination. Mayor de Blasio threatens to fire thousands of city workers if the feds don't save New York City. Michelle Obama says she's suffering from low-grade depression. Also ahead, do Americans respect kneeling athletes? But first, President Trump calling Black Lives Matter a bunch of Marxists out to fundamentally change the USA. President saying, quote, they're marching down the street screaming, pigs fry them like bacon. It's a Marxist group that is not looking for good things for our country, unquote. It is true that the three women who started the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation are self-proclaimed Marxists. A new survey from Gallup showing 8 in 10 black Americans want the police to spend as much or more time patrolling their neighborhoods. Just 20% support slashing the department's budget across the country. Places like New York City, Boston, L.A., and Minneapolis have cut billions from law enforcement since the death of George Floyd. Joe Biden scrapping his plan to travel to Milwaukee for the Democratic National Convention this month. Former Vice President blaming COVID for the decision. Mr. Biden will formally accept his party's nomination at a small event in his home state of Delaware. DNC Chair Tom Perez says the decision puts people's health first. New York Mayor de Blasio claiming he'll have no choice but to lay off 22,000 city employees unless the federal government bails out the Big Apple financially. The city's finances facing a massive drop during the pandemic. New York's operating budget ballooned under de Blasio before the virus from $73 billion to $92 billion. And now, the communist mayor wants all American taxpayers to bail the city out. Michelle Obama confirming she's experiencing low-grade depression. Former first lady says she often wakes up in the middle of the night with anxiety. Mrs. Obama blaming that on COVID, racism, and the Trump administration. I have a comment on the last one posted on BillOReilly.com. In a moment, would you kneel if you were a professional athlete? Right back. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Protesting athletes and the fans who watch them. As you may know, hundreds of professional players are now kneeling 
during the national anthem before the games. I don't like it. How about you? So let's take a look at reaction. Baseball ratings dropped after opening night. Viewership fell from 4 million to 800,000 in the second week of baseball. Ratings down 25%. That's a big drop compared to last season as some baseball players kneel. Major League Baseball urging players to kneel. They want the athletes on their knees, but they want them to do it before the national anthem is played. MLB has also installed Black Lives Matter murals and insignias outside stadiums like Fenway Park in Boston and on some pitchers' mounds. Now, that is a political move, and some Americans are offended by it. In the basketball world, viewership is holding at about 1.1 million per NBA game. Ratings down 12% compared to last year. The National Basketball Association encouraging players to kneel during the Star Spangled Banner to promote social justice and oppose systemic racism. The slogan, Black Lives Matter, is installed on all courts used inside the bubble at Disney World. Hockey ratings are up 1.5 million viewers for opening night. According to Sports Illustrated, viewership is higher because the NHL is the only league resuming its season with a championship tournament. Hockey players are allowed to protest during the U.S. and Canadian anthems. The league also promoting its end racism campaign. A statement from the NHL reads, quote, when an issue is bigger than the game, we must speak out. We skate for black lives, unquote. However, far fewer hockey players kneel than basketball players. The National Football League is about to start up, and it is also encouraging players to protest during the anthem. Commissioner Roger Goodell recently apologized for his opposition to players taking a knee. You'll remember that a few years ago. Goodell says he's sorry, quote, we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. Now, Mr. Goodell and others may be sincere, but more likely they are virtue signaling and being politically correct. They know many African-American players are legitimately angry about social justice. And protest is fine. I respect it, but I believe there should be no politics on game day out of respect for the fans who may hold other views. Fans pay a lot of money to see a game, not a display of protest. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com and join our Stand Up for Your Country campaign. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. 
Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 75 years ago today, a United States B-29 bomber named the Enola Gay dropped an atomic bomb on the Japanese city of Hiroshima. Nine days later, Emperor Hirohito ended the war, saying, quote, The enemy has begun to employ a new and most cruel bomb, the power of which to do damage is indeed incalculable, unquote. The event sparked the start of the atomic age, Cold War, space exploration, and a new era of science. Here's the backstory. Hiroshima was integral to Japan's war efforts, housing military bases, industrial facilities, and oil reserves. The initial blast killed 30% of the population, about 80,000 people in the blink of an eye. Roughly five square miles were destroyed within seconds. Another 100,000 people would die from radiation poisoning and other complications within a year. It took the Japanese more than three hours to even understand why the entire city had suddenly gone silent, dispatching a series of planes to survey the damage. They didn't understand the true nature of the bomb until President Harry Truman gave an address 16 hours later and explained. The emperor hoped the device was one of a kind. But three days later, another atomic bomb destroyed Nagasaki, effectively ending the Second World War. The legacy of those explosions lives on today. The Japanese refer to the survivors of Hiroshima and Nagasaki as Hibakusha, which literally translates to explosion-affected persons. Those who lived through the blast and their children would go on to suffer high cancer rates, genetic deformities, and premature deaths. Most were shunned by Japanese society, facing severe discrimination in the workplace and considered unsuitable for marriage. And here's something else you might not know. There are currently 1,000 Japanese survivors of the atomic bombs living in the USA. They receive a monthly stipend from Tokyo and two yearly physicals with doctors specifically trained in treating victims of radiation. The entire story is chronicled in my book, Killing the Rising Sun. Back after this. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.